0: 5 of the podcast. Uh, Can't believe we've made it this far again. I know, 5 episodes. Uh, yeah, we've been in Osnau for a whole month. Yeah, More over than a month. month now.
1: Yeah. So we're currently in Fernmount, which is like a bit of a random spot just uh, off the coast. It was just past uh, Nambuka Heads.
0: Yeah, it's just a free camping area that we found on Wikicamps. Which is, like, just parked up on the side of the road. Yeah, it's great. And we didn't pay a single penny for it. <laughs> just before we get into this episode, I just wanted to say, sorry about the sound quality. The rain starts getting quite heavy halfway through the episode, and it's just quite loud whilst we're speaking. But I hope you enjoy the episode. So we wanted to mix things up a little bit this week, and we wanted to do a really get-to-know-us kind of thing. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> you know our names, but... For any new listeners, any people who don't actually know this... Or, like, know how we met, or... Anything. ...how travelling Australia came to be, kind of thing. So, going back to basics, um, my name is Sarah Love, and I'm from South Wales. You might be able to detect a little bit of Welsh accent, though I'm not technically Welsh. And my family still live there, and then I went to uni in Bristol, where I met Hannah. I'm Hannah Masters, and uh, I live in Redbridge,
1: um and yeah we met at university and she had a couple of friends from school who went on a camp once and met Sarah and when i had like firm bristol they were like oh one of our friends from camp sarah is going you should meet her and like uh, go for coffee go for coffee and whatever so as you are as a fresher wanting to meet everybody in first year and make new friends. So on one of the very first days of the math course, I messaged, was it me that messaged you?
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: I messaged Sarah and was like,
0: should we meet for coffee? <laughs> yep, I remember. We went to Cafe and Nero. Was it, it Cafe Nero? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was on the side. We met. I remember it was after the lecture in Tyndall yep.
1: Hall. And I remember coming down because we didn't even know what each other looked like apart from our Facebook profile pictures. That's so true. And you were waiting outside the hall. Mm-hmm. And I was walking down the stairs from the lecture and had to like try and find you. And then, yeah, we went for coffee.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that was it. And that's the beginning of the whole of our history. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did three years at uni together.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I'd
0: say, like, like we only properly knew each other in... So in first year, I'd say we were more just course mates. Yeah. Like, we'd see each other in lectures, sit next to to each other. We just had a buddy to sit next to each other. Yeah, did homework, shared our... Um, you helped me a lot with the homework. We I shared our that. quiz answers and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, it was course mates. Mm. And then second year, we started getting closer. Our... We had a little math squad. Yeah, like six of us were good friends. And then we both were supposed to go on study abroad. Mm. So I was supposed to go to Wisconsin Madison,
1: and and I was meant to go to Sydney in Australia. Yeah. Um. But because of COVID, our whole study abroad plans got cancelled. Um, And we ended up having to find, like, quite last minute, in comparison to everybody else, student accommodation for third year at uni. Um, So we ended up living together in third year um, with two guys who... Well, one that was meant to study abroad with me as well, and then also JJ, who was actually doing second year instead of third
0: year. But it was like a little maths house of four of us. I'd say that's when we, like, really got to know each other. Yeah, so we made... Our plans to come travelling. Uh, yeah, so we
1: always said, we said during third year uni, when we were like living together, that we wanted to do travelling. Mm. And it was very sort of up in the air of where we'd be able to go, what would be open, when we, we get, should go. When we should go, yeah. And uh, we ended up deciding that we'd work for six months mm-hmm. and then go in February time to yeah. save up some money and uh, give time give time COVID. to plan and give time for covid to sort itself out a bit and places to open up and actually and I think it worked out perfectly time-wise mm-hmm. so I decided
0: I want to stay in Bristol after uni so I just got a six-month contract job at an insurance firm and was doing doing that nine till five for six months mm. and
1: I moved back home and uh, did a couple of different jobs. Uh, I did a bit of insurance work in motor insurance, oh, yeah, and it's then uh, yeah, and then I worked with a ESG rating company um, for. What does ESG mean? Everyone doesn't know uh, this, Anna. Environmental, social, and governance. <laughs> and also during those um, five months, we did our planning. Hmm. Uh, um. And we saw that it when was it that Australia said that they were gonna open
0: I think they they said that they announced it November or December yeah
1: around that time they said that they were gonna open to working holiday makers we had considered like traveling America or other I think there was one point where we
0: were seriously thinking we were gonna do route 66 yeah route America. 66
1: or like somewhere maybe South America or whatever like it was all an option to just be able to travel we were certain that we were going to travel yeah um and then as soon as Australia says it actually Actually, they were opening and we were like,
0: we're Australian going. <laughs> that's it.
1: We're getting there. So we, yeah, we sorted our visas, did a, did some planning. Booked off flights, booked, and... booked a one-way ticket to Melbourne. And that was it. Yeah, so that's how we've sort of got to this point. Yeah, come to be. And all of the podcast was really Sarah's <laughs> sort of dream that for dream. 2022. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: now i'm a part of yeah i've because we both listen to podcasts and i think i especially got really into podcasts the past year maybe yeah maybe a bit more than that um and i don't know i just thought it'd be fun to do one and it was like my goal for 2022 to just do something very different like creative Mm. and like yeah so here we are we also wanted to just do a Like, three words to describe each other. Mm. To give a little bit of insight into each other's personalities, maybe a little bit. See what each other thinks of one another. Yeah. (laughs) So, Hannah, do you want to go first? Okay,
1: so I've got more than three written down. It's very hard to summarise all of you. Yeah, in three words. Okay, but the ones I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with sensitive, reflective... And hyper competitive.
0: Oh, that that's really good. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Sarah is a very very sensitive person. She has
0: very soggy eyeballs. She cries at like <laughs> Hannah calls it like you've called it soggy eyeballs. It's not like crying, but it's like whenever there's if there's anything
1: to like tear up about, you'll tear up at it. Yeah. If there's anything like a bit like emotional, mm. Sarah's emotional. Reflective, because, like, you like to think deeply about things uh, Mm. and reflect on stuff, would
0: you say? Yeah. I'd say that's probably quite accurate. Yeah. I feel like I probably do too much reflecting. Yeah. (laughs) But,
1: yeah. And then hyper-competitive, because just everything she is, like, 100% in on. It has to be perfect, and, like, (laughs) she has to be the best at everything. Yeah. It's not a great trait. Uh, And, like, she's, like... She'll persevere
0: to, like... Win. Win, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not that I win in every situation, but... But you
1: want to. But I want what, to. That's that's the, that's
0: the, that's the that's key. That's what you strive. Yeah. It's a lot of dedication. What are my three? Okay. My three words for Hannah are... So the first one is loyal. Hannah's just a very, like... Once she's your friend she's there like (laughs) like because then I feel like there's not a lot of people that you've become friends with and then you're not friends with them anymore I don't know is that Um, that true yeah like
1: I'd say like close wise like if I become close friends with someone then I'm like uh, yeah they can't really get rid of me
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're like a you're very reliable that's Thank another you. word. I was thinking loyal slash reliable. Okay. <laughs> That's just one. You're not counting that as two or three. Um, my second word for you is driven. Mm. You're very, like, very focused on career, like, academics, everything. You're very, like, you'll persevere and you'll work at it really hard. Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I admire it a lot. How driven. I'd say you are. you are the same. I think I get distracted more easily. Okay. You know, like I can be driven for like a good a a few and hours. and then you're like,
1: I uh, give up on this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you persevere. Yeah. My final word for you is probably my favourite thing about you. Ooh. It's your honesty. You're mm-hmm. an honest person. It's like honest to the point where it can come across as too direct sometimes I'd say like maybe like if people first met you and like I think you don't gloss over situations I think like you say it as it is mm. whereas I have a tendency to be like oh it actually was fine like if someone says oh how was this I'll be like oh it was fine even though I don't think it was yeah whereas nah. you'll just be like it is what it is yeah like, I'll just say it as it is yeah
1: I'm quite, I'm quite blunt I think
0: yeah I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tumble sort. sword <laughs> But it's a, I think it's a great trope. Uh, thanks. I know, like <laughs> your honesty. Keeps Thank me you. keeps me in line. <laughs> so,
1: now moving on to a little new section of the podcast. So instead of doing an overview, we wanted to do a more rating slash review section mm-hmm. um, about the highlights from the week uh, so far. Yeah. So the first thing. Uh, that we want to talk about is the Coogee to Bondi Beach Walk. We did this in Sydney, starting in at Coogee Beach, and you walk uh, up the coastal path uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: past, I think it's five beaches, six beaches? Something like that, yeah. Um, all the way to Bondi. So it took us about
0: six, five, six hours in total? Yeah, so like... we
1: stopped for a good few hours at a couple of the beaches. Mm. Um, like, we went for a swim, we had lunch uh,
0: yeah, like killed, at a leisurely uh, yeah, place. Yeah, a leisurely pace. So. Yeah, and um, people always recommend as well starting in Coogee first and then walking up to Bondi because mm. it's really nice to get to Bondi at, at sunset. Yeah, mm. our timing worked out really well because when
1: we got to Bondi, we had like an hour till sunset, so we went and got some food and we there's like a green... Um, patch by North Bondi, mm-hmm. which has a really good view of sunset. So we could just sit there. It's like completely filled with people at that time. Everyone just you know sitting and eating, watching sunset.
0: Yeah. If you want like a full lowdown on the actual review of the whole experience, individually, we have put that on our Instagram and it's on our highlights. Mm. All the different beaches were quite unique in their own way, yeah. And we we stopped at two of them properly, yeah. And we had a beautiful like day of sunshine, yeah. So what would you rate the Kuju to Bondi walk, Hannah? I'd given it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Yeah, okay.
1: I loved the day. I don't know what would actually make it a ten, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not sure what I was... I feel like I'm holding back my ten. Yeah, <laughs> for, for? something. <laughs> I don't know what. Um, I think maybe if I had swum more... We didn't swim. We only swim. Swam? Swam? Swim? Swam. Swam once. Mm-hmm. I maybe needed to swim more. And maybe if I had learned how to surf beforehand and surfed at Bondi, maybe then it would have been a 10 out of 10. That's and so true. Also, maybe if the sky had gone really pink at sunset, then it might have been a 10 out of 10. Mm. But I'm reserving the
0: 10 and we give it a solid 9. Okay. You're making me rethink my rating because I was going to give it a solid 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. But now I'm thinking, you are right. We didn't swim enough. We didn't surf. (laughs) And it wasn't a beautiful sunset. It was a pretty sunset. It was a nice sunset.
1: Super, super pink.
0: I mean, you can't have everything perfect in life. I'm still going to say it's 10 out of 10 because it was a lovely day. Life isn't always perfect. Wow,
1: it's a different Sarah right now. (laughs)
0: we keep the 11 out of 10s for those kind of moments uh, okay 11 out of 10 yeah that's fair <laughs> yeah if you're in sydney 100 do the to bondi yeah. walk it was great so after sydney we picked up a camper van. his name is stan Yep, yeah, stan the spaceship <laughs> <laughs> and we went to the blue mountains um so blue mountains is a massive range of it's a national park. Yeah, it's a ma- massive national park about two hours west of Sydney. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Mm.
1: So we went on, a, it was quite a foggy day, it was quite cloudy, it was a bit wet. So the view up there at certain points wasn't the, the best that you had to get to a lower altitude to be able to see. But the first place we went was Wentworth Falls, which was a beautiful waterfall, um, and you could see that really really well. We managed to see two out of the three sisters, which are rock formations that is like what the Blue Mountains I'd say is best known for.
0: Yeah.
1: And we managed to actually get down the giant stairway to see them. We also did Scenic World, which is another massive like attraction in the Blue Mountains which gives you access to a broad walk in through the valley. Mm -hmm. um, There's the train, um, the railway railway line, and... A cable car as well. A cable car, and and a skywalk. A skywalk. The skywalk was shut when we were there, but
0: it was just having, like, some
1: maintenance done.
0: Yeah, and Um, it was $50 in total for, like, that whole... yeah. Which I think is pretty good value for money. Yeah, and we got 20% off because only three out of the four were like, open. open. Yeah, so $50 is about £28, I want to say. Mm. Yeah, so also would definitely recommend going there. 100%. Uh. If you're in Blue Mountains. Yeah, it was a great attraction. And also actually, we stayed there one night and we stayed there in Mountain York Camping Ground. Yeah. And we would really recommend this for anyone who's camping because it was completely free. It was
1: just like a a campground on the side of the road, and it was perfect. Like, it had no facilities, but it was perfect for the one night in the Blue Mountains. There were other, there were quite a few people camping there. Yeah. It was in a great location, very central. It was very near Katoomba, which is, like, the main city of the Blue Mountains. Yeah, highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. So what would your rating be? I gave the Blue Mountains a 7 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really pretty, but because of the weather we couldn't see it at its best I wouldn't say mm. so I'm sure it probably is a 10 out of 10 place yeah. in general but just for the time that we were there yeah I gave it a seven because the cloud affected a lot of the beautiful view that you, and at the viewpoints like echo point is one of the main viewpoints that you're meant to be able to see the three sisters at and echo point was just complete fog you yeah. couldn't see anything so that's yeah why
0: I gave it a seven what yeah. about you Mine was also a 7, mm-hmm. yeah, for the exact same reasons. So if you are going to Blue Mountains, maybe make sure that you plan it for a weekend where it's sunny.
1: Yeah, which is obviously <laughs> if difficult. You can.
0: It's difficult to do
1: when... You can't predict weather and you might have limited time. Exactly, when you have limited time and like you need to fit it in if it's raining for like two weeks or, yeah. or it's foggy or
0: whatever. But it's still worth it even if it
1: is raining, so... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So then after the blue mountains we drove through hunter valley which is a very big winery very similar to yara valley near melbourne and that we did a tour of it uh, and i would highly recommend hunter valley we didn't do any wine tasting whilst we were there we we stopped at a couple of places um just to have a look uh, and it's really really pretty but we definitely recommend doing a wine tour of it if or you, chocolate or cheese or tour a, some sort of tour <laughs> yeah um if you haven't done like yara valley I think it would be really fun. Yeah, definitely. I kind of wish we had done one. Yeah, another wine tour. Can't get enough. Yeah, but with the camp van. It doesn't really work. Not quite. So then after Hunter Valley, we spent the day in Port Stephens' area and Sills Rock. Port Stephens has sand dunes. Um, there were me sand dunes. And uh, we went to Sugarloaf Point Lighthouse
0: in Sills Rock. Seals Rock. That was gorgeous. Like yeah, That was really, so, really so pretty. pretty. The water was so clear. I think also... It, like, had stopped raining, so the... Like, the view was just really pretty. Mm. So what did you give it out of ten? So, Port Stephens and Seals Rocks are quite different because they were about two hours apart from each other. Mm. I'd say Port Stephen I only gave a five or even a four out of ten. Mm. Like, the sand dunes were nice, but they're just sand dunes. Mm. And I'm not a massive fan of sand, mm. so... Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe if we did, like, the sandboarding or yeah, uh, anything like that that would be really fun but also because the, the sand was, was harder because of the rain and so really do well. yeah Seals Rock I would have loved to have stayed there a bit longer I think if you want a proper stopover between Sydney and Byron Bay like maybe stay in Seals Rock like a night and go to the beach there Like I'm sure it would have been a lovely time to spend a whole day on the beach there mm. so I'd say like an 8 out of 10 for Seals Rock nice
1: How about you well so I originally had an 8 because Seals Rock bumped it up but now I'm like if we're separating separating it then maybe I'm averaging a 7 Okay. because Port Stephens I'd probably give a 6 and Seals Rock yeah was really really pretty um, and uh, it was a really nice view at the top of the lighthouse so I gave that an 8 so yeah let's say an average 7 for the two together
0: yeah And finally we drove to Port Macquarie, so this is actually on the map, Um, so if you're getting a greyhound from Sydney to Mm. Byron Bay, that one you can stop at, and it was a nice stop, Um, it's just a beachside town, it rained a lot today, so we just went to the shopping mall, but we did go to the Koala Hospital, it was really, really good, I really enjoyed it there,
1: so... We managed to see quite a few koalas and some joeys as well.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, a volunteer just takes you around the the hospital, the outdoor area, where they've like taken in koalas, rescued them, and are looking after them before
0: they put them back in the wild. And it was just a really good experience. Like, mm. it was, and it's like, completely free. Like they rely on people's donations, so it's just incredible work. That you can adopt doing a koala. Now. Yeah, Hannah was
1: so close. I to adopt really, a koala. really wanted to adopt a koala, but it was just. <laughs> slightly expensive. Yeah. So overall I'd give Port Macquarie I gave it a seven. I think if it was sunny and we managed to go to all the beaches and the lookouts and could just like have stayed for the day and chilled on the beach, it would have been way higher. Mm. Um which was like the original plan would have just been to probably spend the day there. But because of the weather we and we only got to see like a few bits, however good the Koala Hospital was, like overall I'd give it a seven. But I would Mm. definitely recommend the place.
0: I kind of like, I didn't love Port Macquarie, Mm. like it's an okay stop, I don't think it's essential, Mm. so I actually gave it, I'd say 5 out of 10. Mm. The beaches probably would have been nice if it was sunny, but I still think I would have preferred Seals Rock, somewhere more secluded, somewhere, like not a town. Yeah. But the Koala Hospital was really nice, so 5 out of 10. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) And that's all that we've done this week. Those are the, yeah, all of our main our main, main points of the week. <laughs> Moving on to the tiffs and tales of the week. So, my tiff is not necessarily from this week, it's just a general thing that you're not very good at. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's not like necessarily annoying, but like, I wish you were better at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry so basically it's your inability to read a map oh and okay of any navigation skills whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it was when yesterday we were at seals rock and we had walked down from the lighthouse and you went is this the beach that we just saw from the top and i was like how on earth would it be the beach that we just saw from the top? That makes no sense. <laughs> it's in the complete opposite direction. I didn't know where we were. <laughs> yeah, you need to stop relying on Google Maps and Apple Maps <laughs> and whatever and.
1: Apple Maps? That's not a thing. I don't know, <laughs> is it? It's
0: Google Maps. So what does an Apple Maps do? It? No, it's just Google Maps. Okay, fine, sorry. And see the world and figure out left and right and where. <laughs> <laughs> But it's fine. It's fine because we work. We work. We're all together. I do the navigation. You follow. (laughs) You you drive.
1: (laughs) I navigate. I can follow. I can follow ways in Google Maps when driving.
0: It's just. But but what happens when you don't have that? What happens if there's no roads? Exactly. I couldn't do it. No. That's why I have you.
1: (laughs) Teamwork makes the dream work. It's true. This week I've been working on speed yeah Good. Uh, <laughs> now i'm the one that's slow now yeah now sarah's slow so now this week's task is to work on my reading of maps slash just doing it from memory okay my tip with you is is one that you definitely know about but it's getting worse <laughs> <laughs> and it's your leaving and losing things constantly <laughs> So you're... But, okay, i No, wait, let me explain. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so it's that you'll, you'll have something in your hand, you'll put it down, and then you'll be like, Hannah, where's this? And I'm like, most of the time I can normally guess where things are and I can tell you where stuff is. But some of the time I'm like, Sarah, I don't know. You had it. Where did you last put it? Or you're like... You leave things. It happened just before. You took your shorts off and then they would vanished. <laughs> and then
0: you were like, where
1: are they? Or you have the car key. I and then think... you'll be like, oh, Hannah, where's the car key? I'm like, I don't know. Where did you put it? And it would just be like on the floor or like in the duvet or something.
0: <laughs> I just have... It's, it's to do with... The, I think it's to do with the multitasking from last week.
1: So basically we still need to work <laughs> on the multitasking, <laughs> is what
0: you're saying. Where like I'm doing something else... Mm. But I've also got the keys in my hand. I completely forget I have keys in my hand because I can't multitask. And I put them down and I start doing the other thing. But it's just, like, every item. (laughs) It's like, Hannah, where's my water bottle? I don't know where you put it. (laughs) Or, like, I'll try and find things and give them back to you. (laughs) Or I'll try and remember where I put your stuff. (laughs) I'm sorry. I, I am... I, can't, I don't even have a defence for this. Because it is very true. I get annoyed at myself for doing it. I don't want to be losing things. But it happens. I think the thing I get most confused about is why, why I keep forgetting to lock the door. Oh, yeah. That is an awful one. Yeah. All the time, Sarah gets out the car and
1: after she's been driving... Uh, And I'm like, okay, go lock the door now. (laughs) And then
0: she'll turn around like a naughty child (laughs) with her head down, disappointed in herself for not doing it again. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also, I think it's just, I always put the keys. That was
1: part of the leaving and losing things, by the way. I just, uh, it's all encompassed in one. Yeah. Because that's the part of like, it's mainly the 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 keys.
0: It's just the keys. It's not just the keys. I think I also need to learn to not ask you before I've even thought about where they are. Mm. I think that's something I, ve- I do quite often. I'll ask you because I think you know the answers to everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, "Where's the keys?" Whereas if I just looked in my pocket first, yeah, you would know where they are. I would know where they are. You do not panic me where things are a lot.
1: I don't, Where's the torch? Where's this? I don't, where's that? Quite a lot of them I feel like I know the answer to. Yeah, you do. Because I remember where things are around the
0: van. Because you don't. (laughs) It's fine. It's teamwork. There we go. I navigate, you find things. There we go.
1: (laughs) So let's move on to the tales of the week. So our first Tower of the Week is just Stan as a whole. Stan the van. Stan the, the van. The new camper van. The new camper van, the spaceship. So, as we said, we picked Stan up on Thursday. He's a very nice van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In very good, like, condition. He's bigger than Juju. Yep. So we we were forced to choose spaceship rather than... Another Juju van. Juicy was all sold out when we decided that we
0: wanted a second van. We had heard
1: about spaceships, so... We we didn't
0: really look into it that much. We kind of were just like, "Oh, spaceships, they're just like Juicy. Let's get them. Uh, Let's get one of them. And, like, it is similar. It's very similar. Um, It's
1: got, you know, the bed in the back. The kitchen isn't at the boot like the Juicy Van was. It's actually underneath the back of the bed. Mm -hmm. So the bed is bigger than in the Juicy Van because it's it's the entire boot as well. Yeah, Um, and it's
0: way easier to set up. Way
1: easier because you don't have to put the bed up and down like every morning and evening. You can leave most of the bed up. Mm -hmm. throughout the day and you can still fit the cases in the back without it being on the bed the curtains i love in here way more than in the juicy van all the doors lock yeah and all the doors work so we're not just using one sliding door we have two it's in better condition however we have had some problems with stan stan is an old man which is why we have called it stan he's a very very old man he doesn't drive so Well, as Juju did, Mm. um, doesn't accelerate so fast, he doesn't brake so fast. Yeah, it's a bit sluggish. And he beeps. We have this beeper at the front at the moment, which we have no idea what it is. And it's super, super annoying. Yeah, it's not
0: like connected to the van at all. It's just on top of our... Dashboard near the front screen, mm. and it just beeps randomly, like completely random. Like it started beeping when we were going over bumps and stuff, and in potholes. Now that's it when it started. Now it just beeps at any moment. It's very very intermittent. Like we closed our doors yesterday, just sat in the van at night, right and ready for bed. Beep beep beep. beep yeah. beep Show again. A little demonstration. <laughs> yeah. um we don't really know what to do. We've, we've told spaceships about it. They don't really know what to do about it. They don't know what it is. So we're just left with a beeper. Yeah. But I think it's just faulty. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. But overall, would you say the spaceship's better than the Juicy? I think I prefer Juicy just because we weren't on edge with Juicy. Mm. Juicy, like, you could drive it anywhere, wherever you wanted. She was already bashed up anyway, so it didn't matter as much... Like where we took her if it was very dirty, whereas th- like with Stan, we're on edge. We're scared about
1: camping in certain places. Yeah, we have to have it cleaned and stuff before we take it back.
0: You said earlier that you preferred it. I do. Pre- I pref. I way prefer the setup of it. Mm. Although I don't like be- not being able to sit up in Stan. Yeah,
1: the bed is much higher, so and you're closer to the ceiling, so you can't really you can't sit up in Stan. You have to lay down, um, and Whereas in the Juicy van, because the bed was like the chairs,
0: Mm. you
1: could sit on the back
0: of the chairs. The bed was way comfier and juicy. The bed was way comfier and juicy. But I prefer the kitchen in this place, and it is bigger. The things that annoyed us about camping before was this whole setting up and setting down. Yeah. The set up and set down time is so, so quick now.
1: Like, like, we don't have a two hour in the morning. No, it could be
0: an hour if we wanted yeah, to. I reckon. We can,
1: we, it's easier to get changed and stuff and have the cases out. Mm. You can, it's very easy to access cases and stuff. The Juicy was really tiny inside.
0: Yeah. So that's how we feel about Stan. Yeah, not
1: 100%, but not bad. No, ultimately, I don't think either of them are like 100% amazing. What we need is the traveling to ultimate camper van, <laughs> which will be coming soon, of course. This is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would love to merge the two, and that would be like the ultimate. It would be to have like a juicy but with this size and like with the working functions of doors,
0: <laughs> yeah. So 10 years' time, watch the space. There might be a travelling two camper van. Who knows? That's what you need to travel the Australian East Coast with. (laughs) Our second tale is about our camping experience in some random national park that was called Watergun Mm. National Park. So it was between Blue Mountains and then going on to Hunter Valley. We stayed one night in this campground. It was quite stressful. We had tried to book and find a campground earlier that day. We decided that morning we were going to look for one. There didn't seem to be many campgrounds around, and then we thought we'd mes- message my uncle for to stay with him. No response. So then we were left quite late at night mm. trying to figure out where we were going to camp. Yeah, and we found
1: this camping area which seemed okay. We thought it would be fine. It just seemed like a free camping spot. Didn't seem like it would be have any problems.
0: But then, as we started driving towards it... We went from a normal, nice road to a dirt road with so many potholes. Yeah. So we started driving. I was driving the night before, and... It just started getting really, really, really bumpy. Yeah, and it was so, so stressful. Like... It was getting dark. We didn't know whether to turn around and try to Didn't know whether we should... Ground. Yeah, whether it
1: was worth going to, how much further we had. We were going so slowly. Like, Sarah was driving so slow and so carefully to try and, like, avoid the potholes as much as we could. It was just such a bumpy road. And it was just, like, so stressful. But because it was, like, late and we didn't really have any other options, we were like, we just need to carry on. So... We did. We made it to the campsite, and the campsite was was fine when we were there. There were other people there. It was com- it was completely basic, no facilities, but it was fine. We we stayed there, like we said, just for one night. We, and then in the next morning, driving out was
0: horrendous
1: the equal amount of stress again so i was driving out this time i definitely preferred driving to being the passenger on the way in i
0: preferred driving i think
1: although i think i was an okay
0: passenger you were
1: a great passenger sarah
0: was directing me over all the potholes being like say you like, left a bit right <laughs> <Okay>. stay high <laughs> there was i think it was just the one point where i had to get out of the car yeah and tell you what to do i could see this massive massive ditch like honestly i don't no one can imagine it. i really wish we had taken a picture of it yeah it was so big and like if the car had gone into that it wouldn't have come out like genuinely we there were so many times where i thought we're not getting out of this (laughs) (laughs) there were a few potholes that i did like i i braked the car
1: like i stopped and i was like how are we tackling this yeah because they were just like so big and so deep and I was like, I didn't want to get a tire stuck and that one that was just like I don't know what to do. Sarah like had to get out and be like Right, go left. Go left. left. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, directed me through the whole thing. Like the whole it was like twenty minutes of just pure Adrenaline, <laughs> adrenaline and stress. Like after when we got to the to like the this end the other of the road, duck, road, we just stopped.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, I literally just completely stopped, put the handbrake on, and we just like cheered and breathed. <laughs> it was just like such a relief. Yeah. Um, so just be careful if you're going camping and don't park. National parks can be.
1: Hit, very hit and miss yeah very hit and miss in terms of where the campsites are located in the national parks and the roads the conditions yeah of the and road. the condition of the road so just really
0: check the, if the reviews if there's anything yeah that's check said the about reviews
1: it. if it says that there's any potholes if it says about how like how what the road conditions like um on the way into the campsite and on the way out of the campsite And just be careful with the type of vehicle you're going in. Because I wouldn't say Stan loved that drive. No, Stan (laughs) was not a fan. (laughs) Now we are really trying to avoid anything that is like that again
0: because the stress was too much. (laughs) So this links perfectly with our lessons learned of the week. So our first lesson that we've learned is that we need to drive Stan very carefully. So... This is completely my fault.
1: Yeah, another incident that actually happened on the same day as the camping stress as well. So the whole day was just a bit of a stress.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so Stan is a bit bigger than Juicy, as we've said. Mm. And we were in a car park in Scenic World in Blue Mountains. It was a multi-storey car park and the corners were a lot tighter than I imagined. And basically, I turned a corner And bumped the back tyre a bit.
1: Yeah. Well, like the back bumper above the tyre.
0: Yeah, and so it's like come a little bit unhinged a tiny bit, which is super annoying because we've had to like call up Spaceship and tell them. Mm. And they have a $100 administration fee for any claim. So we've got the full insurance, but because it was our fault, you have to pay an $100 administration fee. So bear that in mind if you're booking a spaceship as well. They're There's not the as hidden chill. Co- There's the hidden costs hidden that they costs. don't tell you about when you book. Yeah, and they're not as chill as Juicy. Like,
1: when we had the whole incident with the rearview mirror... Juicy they they would, did not care. They didn't care at all. They were just like, yeah, get some super glue and glue it back on as long as you're, you're okay. Um, whereas spaceships were like, fill in this form, send us $100. Yeah, oh. it was
0: literally within five minutes of us calling. They sent an email being like, give us $100. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. This week... I will be driving, Stan, extremely carefully because I do not want to have to pay $100 again. Yeah, I don't want to pay $100 again. Our second lesson of the week
1: is that we now are planning our days the night before. It's mainly to do with, like, where we're going to be staying so that Mm. we have an idea of where we want to end up, have an idea of the campsite that we're going to go to. So generally we were planning on the morning, like, whoever was driving first, the other one was, like, planning the campsite for that night
0: but it doesn't I think it it doesn't work because when you're driving like when the other person's the passenger there's so many things that they have to do and it's limited time because we have to think about fuel we have to think about food Mm -hmm. and we have to think about the campsite and then it's really hard to find campsites as well sometimes we've done we've paid for this app called wiki camps Mm -hmm. Um, which is only for Australia and it tells you all the best places, but it doesn't have everything. And there's some stretches along the coast where there aren't many campsites that yeah. are free. There's always caravan parks, which are like $30, 40 but you can't afford that every single night. Yeah, So you have to try and find free ones.
1: And it it does, it works better when both of us can have both of our phones and we can be doing it together and both be Googling at the same time. Yeah. Um, At least to get, like like I say, an initial idea. Um, Because like you say, also when driving, there are like a lot of things the passenger can do with with, like calling and stuff. But then if like the driver has a problem or like needs help navigating, for example, (laughs) (laughs) um, then like... There's more distractions. There's more distractions. And
0: then things get forgotten. And yeah.
1: Then, yeah. And we, it's a bit of a cycle. So anyway, so <laughs> planning the night before works way better. We've both been enjoying that. We loved it. It, <laughs> it, it, it. We've done it for a couple of nights and it's worked really well. It doesn't even take so long.
0: We It literally have a, took us five minutes tonight yeah, to plan what our thing tomorrow. And rough we're staying a
1: rough idea of the of what we're going to be doing during the day, the stops that we want to make. Where roughly we want to end up at, um, doing about a couple of hours, two to three hours of driving. Um, this probably sounds so obvious to people and an man, planning idea, And got an idea of where we're going to go for tomorrow, basically. So we're one day ahead of schedule, then yeah. doing it on the day. Yeah, it's great. Lesson work. <laughs> My high of this week is Clovely Beach. And... Uh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Clovely Beach. So Clovely Beach is one of the beaches between Coogee and Bondi that we stopped at. It's a fully concrete beach. I thought it was a Don't bit stop. weird. Like, I've never been to a concrete beach. mm and like i'm not a huge fan of sand like i find it a bit annoying and we've been to quite a few beaches so it was actually just like really nice to have no sand everyone's just sitting there sunbathing the water was crazy it was giant waves but they have like steps going down and like there was quite a few people swimming so i was like i'm going for a swim and it was a beautiful sunny day it was really hot um so went in for a swim and you just like Bobbing in these massive waves. And it was so fun. It was
0: really fun.
1: I had a great time. Getting out was a bit of a pain. Like, I literally got washed up the stairs. and nearly bashed into this old man. Really hurt my leg. But other than that, like, (laughs) it was really good. So, yeah, Clovely Beach, 10 out of 10 if I was uh, rating it myself.
0: Nice. What is
1: your high of the week?
0: I don't really have a specific moment. I was going to choose that day in general. Like, the whole Bondi Beach, like, day. Like, I love just sitting and tanning, like, tanning on Cloverly Beach. Like, whilst you were in the, in the water having fun, whatever, <laughs> I was just having a great time just lying there and being like, oh, I'm getting a tan. <laughs> I'm going more brown. <laughs> My low of the week was
1: just the whole night in Watergun and all the pothole stress. That whole evening saga slash day.
0: Mm. That whole day was very stressful. It was just a
1: stress. I had my first cry of yeah. the trip. The <laughs> first
0: full-on full tears on. and everything. There were tears. Was, yeah.
1: There were tears. There was a lot of anxiety build-up <laughs> that, that had to be released.
0: <laughs> I think it was just the first time where something like properly, like it felt really out of my depth. Yeah, like how are we going to deal with this like what would actually happen if we got stuck in the road right now yeah it's dark like we had no serv. did we have service i think we yeah we had service but not enough battery on our phone. yeah battery was low like it was just really stressful yeah what about you um, what is your low of the week my yeah. low was also gonna have to be that night but yeah pretty but low we were both quite low <laughs> <laughs> but my specific moment of lowness was before you okay but like I wasn't low enough to cry. I feel like when I'm too pent up, too. Stressed, then you're past the emotional I'm, stage. I can't. Like I cry enough in- <laughs> you cry enough in general. <laughs> it sounds so bad. I have soggy eyeballs enough times yeah, to that's like so true. that I in those situations it's like, no, I can't even think about that. Yeah. I I think it was when I was driving, all I wanted to do was stop the car and bawl my eyes out. <laughs> like I think there was, it was a point where we stopped on the side and we were like, do we go back yeah. or do we continue? At that moment, I didn't want to make a decision. I just wanted to stop and cry. Yeah. <laughs> so on to our interesting facts of the week. Woo, Sarah's favourite section. <laughs> <laughs> My interesting fact is about Scenic World, which is one of
1: the places we visited in the Blue Mountains. And we went on the steepest railway in the world and it's at a 52 degrees incline. We went front row on the cliffhanger setting, and which is sixty four degrees incline. It adds twelve, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was like a. It didn't go very fast, but it actually was really, really steep. It was like we were Sarah was going. terrified. <laughs> it was so like it was like a roller
0: coaster. Yeah, but a if slow it, roller coaster. It just coaster. needed to go quick. Do you have any other facts about Blue Mountains? I I do have. Okay, so you know we saw the three sisters. Yes. And do you know the legend of the Three Sisters? Did you actually read it? Or no.
1: Not? No, go on, Okay, it's actually me? quite
0: interesting. So the legend of the Three Sisters goes like this. There were three sisters from a certain tribe, mm. and they fell in love with three brothers from a separate tribe. Right. And by law, they were not allowed to marry them. So then there was this massive battle, the, the tribes against the other tribes, and they called a witch doctor to turn the Three Sisters into stone, so that they would be protected whilst the battle was going on and that they wouldn't get killed. Mm. But the problem is, the witch doctor got killed in the battle and couldn't turn the three sisters back into people. Back into people. And that's why there's three rock formations. Oh. That's the legend. Isn't that cool? That is a cool story. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. (laughs) Finally, on to our upcoming plans for the week. So, as we said, we've been planning ahead a bit more. We plan for tomorrow that we're going to a little town called Ho- Coffs Harbour, which, again, is on the way to Byron Bay, and we're going to this place called Yamba. Not too sure how they're going to be. You'll find out next week. Yeah. Um. But our main destination that we're going to is Byron Bay. And we're hoping to do some surfing there, maybe do a surf camp, we're not sure. At least some surf lessons, hopefully. Yeah, I really want to... It's my dream... To surf. To surf. And Byron Bay is like a big surfer town. Yeah, so I'm really excited, but I'm a bit worried because the weather is... Yeah, it's
1: not looking good, and it's meant to rain, so we need to... I don't care, I'll surf in the rain. Like, (laughs) (laughs) just give me a surfboard. (laughs) We've got a stand for five weeks... Um, Five and a bit weeks. So, ultimately, we're ending up in
0: cans, dropping him off in cans at the end of April. So, if you want to keep up to date with what we're doing, please follow this podcast on Spotify. Our next episode will be out next week. Probably on Thursdays, we're still aiming for, although sometimes it changes a little bit, depending on Mm. our service, Mm. depending on our editing, etc. You can also keep up to date with what we're doing every day by following us on instagram at the traveling podcast and if you have any questions or any recommendations for us or any stories you'd like to share do email them to us at the traveling pod at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you and thank you for listening and we'll speak to you next week yeah bye bye